1: well you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds what could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds let odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs advertise with odyssey visit ads.odyssey.com the best of the joe show running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours hola i am a dan day give me a follow on twitter at dan day radio where you can always step into the day spa which we will do officially in just a couple of minutes that's at dan day radio on twitter got some good stuff for you goodies plenty of goodies my goodies, my goodies. Joe Rose Show going to be talking to Senior Vice President of the Florida Panthers, Sean Thornton. Then the Dan Labotard Show taking to the movies, making some mistakes, and then rolling into the Hawk and Crowder Show. We're talking peeing in the bed, but right now we're talking about those headlines. Mel Kuyper Jr.'s recent mock draft has the Dolphins taking Justin Herbert over Tua Tagovailoa. The real draft begins April 23rd. The Tour de France has been postponed. The race was supposed to begin June 27th. No new dates have been set. NASCAR's Kyle Larson has been fired from Ganassi Racing after recently using a racial slur during a virtual race. Larson has since apologized. Bam Adebayo has sent his prayers out to Carl Anthony Towns in the wake of Towns mother passing away from coronavirus complications. MLS says the season schedule will have to be altered due to the coronavirus stoppage. No details on what might happen were given. And now you know it, let's take a step into the day spa. (sighs) British authorities have taken to Twitter to remind people not to call the cops on their neighbors for snoring too loud. Wow, that is some loud snoring. An Indiana man, upon checking his bank account to see if his stimulus check had arrived, noticed that $8.2 million had recently been deposited. That's what I call a stimulus check. A man has turned his Australian home's staircase into a wine cellar that can hold over 150 bottles of wine. Now that's making the most of your downtime during quarantine. Sex toy sales have risen 50% in Colombia since the coronavirus quarantine began. Gotta get yours. Sarah Michelle Keller is celebrating her 43rd birthday today. Ah. Now on the weather brought to you by Hylia Park. Tonight's forecast, chance of rain, temperatures around 80. You always have a good chance of getting some great sports in the morning. Weekdays from 6 to 10 when Joe Rose takes the air. Earlier today, no exception. He and the guys caught up with Sean Thornton, finding out what does the senior vice president of the Panthers do with the NHL currently shut down. Where are the players holding up during this current stoppage? His thoughts on shootouts, Joe's baseball shootout version, and all-time favorite
2: fights. Everything shut down. I'm thinking about going to North Dakota if you guys can start up, man, see what that's going to be like. <laughs> Those people going, hot oh, damn, we got everybody in hockey here from, from North Dakota. How about that?
3: that? Lots of rumors floating around right now. This is true. This is true. Tell you what, hey. though, it is, it is Groundhog Day. I mean, I haven't left the house in a month. I'm sure you guys are the same. It's not normal for me. It's a new adjustment, but could be worse. Uh, we're, you know, kids can play outside. Got a pool, so I can't really complain. Everybody's going through this together.
2: Well, let's talk about that part of it real quickly. You, you got you got kids and, and and you got a wife. So so how you holding up with that? I'm driving everybody nuts in my group. I mean, it's been <laughs> knockdown, out Uh, The kids have just all ripped me. I noticed my wife's got no patience with me. When I say something, she goes, I've told you three times. I go, hey, 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 you don't have to talk to me like that. Are you getting any of that stuff?
3: (laughs) I'm I'm a little lucky that I'm busy with work, so I I have a a loft upstairs that I disappear to from around 830 till 5, so I'm actually uh, fairly busy. So it's sort of like I'm still at the office, even though I'm in the house. I get to pop down and see the kids at lunch and uh, whenever I have some breaks, so it's not too bad. My wife is, you know, the last, whatever, 20 years or so, Used to be traveling, uh, whether it's with hockey or on business or stuff. So this is uh, this is definitely a new adjustment. I think they like having me home, but I'm sure uh, I'm yeah. sure it's, it's going to end its course real soon.
4: Oh, Sean, <laughs> yeah. we, we all think that, but I don't know if anyone really believes that at this point. What is the Florida <laughs> What is the Florida Panthers senior vice president doing now? Like, what what does he do now with everything going on in the NHL or not going on in the NHL?
3: Seven departments that report to me with the Panthers. Uh, so constantly on calls, constantly on you know Zoom, Microsoft Teams, uh, check in with my with my people uh kind of, you know constantly pushing to come up with creative ideas to engage with the community and our fan base and our members uh such as you know the territory uh or our mascot came out with an activity book for kids we have uh, our community relations department Coming out, with the uh, coming out with a community, coming out with a book to give to boys and girls clubs and uh, be able to print out and use these activities at home. Zoom calls with uh, once a week with our players and a certain number of uh, members in our in our season ticket base. Uh, randomly asking, I shouldn't say randomly, but asking questions to our players, seeing what they're up to, and trying keeping them engaged that way. So you know, we're constantly trying to stay relevant. Uh, constantly talking to partners and seeing how we can help them and in these times, whether it's uh, partnering with LaCroix to drop some water at some of our hospital partners, or, you know, we have this constantly stuff like that, that we're just trying to push the envelope and keep our brand engaged with uh, as many people as we can in the Panthers community.
2: Sean, do most of the players stay here? Or were they told to stay here in South Florida not knowing when this thing would uh, would end?
3: No, they had the option. I think the PA and the league uh, made the decision to let the players uh, decide where they wanted to wait this out, and I think the majority of our teams stayed in Florida because why wouldn't you uh, yeah. especially this time of year but I, there's some guys that are back in their hometowns or uh, if they have maybe a, a second uh, second home or maybe a place they played in the past I think some of them have gone back to that but i think the majority of them are still here in Fort Lauderdale
2: Sean uh, I we were talking earlier about the ideas and i and i said how hockey got this thing completely figured out with the shootout back in 0506 you were playing at that point uh, i don't know what you thought of it at the time i th- i think the 5 minute overtime less bodies on the ice is great and then the shootout is is just the best way to finish a game of any professional sport there is. And two of the sports, football still trying to figure it out, not happy with the way they have it, and – and and a lot of people in baseball are going this is playing another seven or eight innings, whatever it takes, is ridiculous. It's too long. They need to come up with some creative. What do you think when you first put that in? What was your thoughts when you said they're going to a freaking what a shootout? What were your thoughts on the shootout?
3: That I'm either going to have the best seat in the house for it, or I'm losing my roster spot to somebody that's good at shootouts. One of those two, probably. Yeah. But, uh, no, I I agree though. I think. Uh, you know, our, our overtime format really opens up the game now. I think uh, if you get through overtime, you, you get to a, a shootout, and it's, it's entertaining for sure. I think we used to play to tie, to be completely honest. You just wanted the point, and then if you're lucky enough to squeak one in, the hockey wasn't that exciting uh, before they came up with these new rules. So I definitely think it's the most entertaining to watch. And I have friends that play and work for baseball teams in the MLB, and they always joke but they're not joking they say you know at least you know when you're when your night's going to end i mean people that work on the back end for uh some of these teams if they go 17 innings they're there till 3 4 in the morning and then they got to be back right. in the office at nine the next day it doesn't matter you're you're a victim to uh however long the, the pitchers can stay in there and yeah. uh, keep the balls over the plate so I, I
2: agree with you there can i throw my idea by you real quick Do this it. is Do it. It, and and it's a, and i and i stole it from you guys in in hockey because i think shootout is awesome So, we'll play 10 innings. We'll go for baseball. And most baseball fans, especially the older ones that listen to us, think I'm a big dumbass here. So, so you play a 10th inning. All right, we'll give you one extra inning to play normal baseball. And then you give three hitters come out, just like hockey. Three of your best scorers come out. Three hitters come out on each team. They get three outs each to hit as many home runs as they can. You add them up for the three guys on each team. Whoever hits the most home runs wins the game. I mean – the home run derby
3: is the most popular part of the all-star game. So I, I see, I see your heads out there. I'm not opposed to it. Listen, by the 10th inning. No. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to leave the park. Usually anyways, I'm probably yeah, half in the back and ready right. to go.
2: So, all right, Joe, you I, got that one by your side. So that's good. Uh, he, he's being <laughs> nice, man. So that, that I, I appreciate you being <laughs> nice about that. Hey, uh, this uh, territory trot, uh, talk more about how, how that's going to work. So I get my kids when we finish up here, I can actually do something positive with my, my uh, two daughters. Yeah, I
3: appreciate that. So. Go to Florida Panthers, uh, or PanthersFoundation.org. Uh, it'll click you to a link, uh, on Give Smart. You donate the $10. It's going to COVID relief. Uh, we're still, you know, analyzing where the best, uh, needs are for these funds, but we promise we're, we're going to put them in a good place, uh, with this pandemic being in front of us. Download your favorite fitness app, uh, run, jog, walk sidestep i don't care three uh 3.107 miles or 5k as we call it in canada you know share share what you did uh with the florida panthers uh, i can't remember the hashtag off the top of my head because i'm not a uh, huge social media person but my team does an amazing job putting these things together uh <laughs> mine too perfect, i got hashtag uh, territory trot that's what i'm seeing online perfect perfect yeah so you know post your times post your uh post your Stores, hashtag territory trot and we're going to be putting something together we'll be engaging with the fans on the back end of this we, we want to come up with a, a way to again engage our our community engage south florida uh, be, get people to connect in some way when we can't really connect right now and uh, we thought this was a kill a few birds with one stone by by putting this together
2: all right we got three days right 17th 8 well it's 17 18 19 and 20th of april yeah, to do yeah, it we, right it's open for four days
3: Yeah, we, open for four days and we wanted people to be safe and smart and not you know jam everybody into uh a window that would potentially put you where you're all yeah. running at the same time so spread it out uh, you know be safe but well, exercise is important right now too I, I get up every single morning and try and get a sweat for an hour it keeps my mind and my and my body in a better place for the rest of the day
2: Sean don't worry we weren't going to let you get ripped for the for getting the distancing thing that everybody's getting ripped for we were covering for you don't worry man <laughs> we don't want you okay, worrying yeah. about it hey, and be careful while you're doing that stay, stay away from each other you don't have to worry man we get blasted all the time and so do our politicians. So don't worry about that. All right, I got to ask you one other question. We had two... Covering the Panthers, two of the great fighters. One, I think, is I just want to find out where he ranks for you. I thought Paul lost. We used to have, I fought the loss and the loss won. Paul had unbelievable leverage on his punches. Peter Orrell, bigger, more physical guy, but was also could handle. Where do those guys rank and and, and where do you put those guys compared to some of the other badasses that used to go against?
3: Yeah, they're probably right behind me. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs>
2: <laughs> not now oh, yeah. you're a nice was, guy stop it
3: i was in uh i was in the minors when, when loss was playing and i remember used to watching uh some of his highlights there was one fight in particular i can't remember who he was fighting but i slowed it down and the look on his face throwing a right hand it looked like he really wanted to put his fist through the back of the guy's skull i was like oh my god that's uh it's a little disturbing and then big pete i've known for a while we played against each other we never ended up fighting one time i first i called up to the blackhawks uh he kind of took a run at me here in Florida, and I saw him come at the last second and kind of dirty shouldered him back, and he, he went down <laughs> and got up. And I had, my, I had my gloves off. I'm like, oh, my God, here we go. He is going to absolutely beat the head off of me. But I think, thank God, I think he broke his hand beating the hell out of somebody else earlier like, in the week, so he didn't drop his gloves. So I was like, yeah, I skated by that one. Yeah. Thank God. But, no, two two really tough guys. And I'm, Big piece part of our uh, organization now being our, our hockey team. Director at the youth level uh, out at the ice then, so glad to have him back. He's such a uh, just a great human
2: being. Glad to yeah, have him around. He is, yeah. We're glad he stayed down here. Ty Domi is uh, tough as they say he was.
3: Yeah, I, I know Ty well. I was with him actually at the Montreal game. Uh, he, was, he was here uh, watching his son. Uh, I've known Ty for a long time. I used to be in Ty's basement when uh, when Max was two three years old running around uh we were both in the Toronto organization when Ty was at the heyday and I was slugging it out in the minors but uh as tough as they come yeah still is yeah. he still looks rock solid I, I mean I joke with him that he wouldn't have a chance if he went against me but uh sure. everyone else is pretty tough against yeah no for his for his size and stature I mean the the how heavy he threw and uh what he could do and the punches he could take. I don't think there's too many guys like him.
2: No, he had a great, great. reputation being a tough <laughs> right. dude. Smart Sean, guy. Thank he's,
3: you. he's more successful now than he was when he was playing. To be completely honest, he's doing some really big things. So uh, Is I'm he not, really? Well, yeah, he's working in New York, uh, a little bit in Miami. He's doing some stuff in the finance world. And he's doing a really good job.
2: God, he wow. kicked all that ass and used to just pound guys, and now we find out he's a successful guy with all that. <laughs> Jeez, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Sean, thank you, buddy. We really appreciate you hey. spending some time. Good luck on territory te- uh, tr- uh, event that you're having, and uh, we'll I be ch- out. Ch- there. I challenge thank everyone
3: you. to beat me. I'll put my time out there. Let's see if you can beat me. Oh, I, right. got
2: no, I got no shot. Nobody on this radio show's got any shot, but <laughs> well, we're going to give it the all-heat team try, man. It's going to be nice <laughs> and hot out it. there. We'll take the sweat. Thank you.
3: Thank you, guys.
1: Hockey guys just seem like they are the
0: coolest.
1: Sit down, hang out, drink beer, tell stories. Maybe rabble-rouse, get into some trouble. Yeah, Sean Thornton. That's a dude right there. Speaking of dudes, Dan Lebitard and his dudes make it happen. Weekdays from 10 to 1 right here on of The Joe. Up next, they're going to have a little bit of music and movie history for you. This is the Best of The Joe Show. Back on the best of the Joe show, running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am Dan Day. Been quarantining. Got to have a crazy story for you, as I usually do towards the end of the show. But right now we're getting into the heart of the show. The Dan Lebatard Show. Earlier today, he and his guys kind of all over the place, but that's how they like to do it. Talking about the best movie lines in history. Also, can you handle one disaster at a time or maybe more? plus Greg Cody, He's on a losing streak.
5: Chris, people are hammering you via the internet. They're beating you up for yesterday's take on Jaws, and now Stephen King has come out and said the great author. He says uh, best line in movie history. Uh, best line in movie history. Uh, he says you've got two choices. It's between uh, we've all will always have Paris, and we're going to need a bigger boat. He says, which is a line from Jaws. So Stephen King, the day after your take that Jaws doesn't hold up. The day after I agreed with you that that mechanical shark looks ridiculous in the modern age, uh people are just drilling you as having the worst opinion they've ever heard of Chris have.
6: I'm just glad that Stephen King reacted to something this that I said, but uh did you know they got rid of the ride at Universal Sh- Jaws? So that just kind of speaks to it eh, not very believable, not really realistic. It's it's an overrated movie. The acting is not great. Obviously it's 75, so it doesn't look as good as it should nowadays. It's just not that good, man. It's it's Overrated. You're double down.
5: You're double you're doubling down even though the Internet is is saying that you are at maximum oaf right now. Come at me, Internet. What you got? All right. There you go. You've been uh you've been called out, Internet. That's the greatest line. Who said what was the greatest
4: line in movie history? Because the greatest line in movie history is Rambo eats things that would make a Billy go puke.
5: All right, put it on the poll at Levitark Show Guillermo. What's the better movie line? We're gonna need a bigger boat, or the most famous, more historic movie line. We're gonna need a bigger boat, or Rambo eats things that make a <laughs> billy goat puke. Stugatz, we've lost Billy. I'm I'm worried about Billy because uh, we've got a situation where for a long time now, Billy has been saying, uh, I'm a voice of soothing, quarantine is okay, everyone's going to be all right, and we're not used to somebody who's this kind of fear-based to be a voice of reason. And now he's lost his mind, Stugatz, because he keeps saying, hey, one disaster at a time I've only got time for one of these at a time so now who's got you spooked Billy what happened it's not
6: spooked as much as it is annoyed like listen meteorologists okay I get that everybody right now is freaking out about the pandemic and rightfully so okay but now's not your time I don't need to hear how this is going to be an overactive hurricane season. I can only handle one disaster at a time. So I'm glad that you think that now's the time to be telling us we should be worried about climate change and hurricane season. But listen, this isn't your SoundCloud plug because everybody's worried about one pandemic that you say, hey, listen, come over here and listen to this disaster I want to tell you about. One thing at a time, let's get through this and then we'll handle all the other stuff, okay? I don't think it's unreasonable to say, listen, now's not the time. That I'm going to be worried about the hurricanes. Now's not the time that I'm going to be worried about pollution, even though there is no pollution because no one's doing anything. We'll handle that when we get through this. Just one thing at a time. You'll have your day to spook everyone. Just let us be worried about this right now, okay?
5: To God, uh, the thing that he brought up there, though, about pollution that is indisputably stark is. When you see Los Angeles without smog, when you see our beaches out here bluer than they've ever been, like its if it wasn't clear to you before that we're destroying the earth in very obvious, visible ways, and you see the earth taking a breather here because none of us are outside, and and all of a sudden you can see Hollywood, you can see the Hollywood sign from 20 miles away in Los Angeles because of what happened? Why do I get skeptical Billy face? What?
6: not now, Dan. We just went over this. Now's not the time to be discussing this. One thing at a time. Baby steps. Right. We'll get to it. Not now. Now's
4: COVID time, okay? Yeah, you're totally right. I mean, <laughs> I can only focus on COVID-19. I can't focus on climate change. Hey, Listen. The hurricane fear out there, they're very concerned because they might not have their season. They are very, very concerned right now, but let's put it on the shelf. I'm with Billy. All
5: right. Let's do back in my day here. Bristol, please play the incredibly musty open. Greg Cody is, is on a losing streak, a one show losing streak on his back in my days. Uh, the one last week was just a total abomination, too long, just his ramblings from various podcasts, lazy work, uh, that was being recycled. So hopefully we've got something fresher this time let's give him his big introduction so he can take us back to the 1940s when people used to listen to transistor am radios around the diner and
4: now it is time to take a trip down memory lane here's your guy greg cody with back in my day
5: Oh, Six I think more he... times. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> Wait a minute, Greg! Camera. Greg!
4: Okay.
5: Greg, well, we couldn't listen. hear you. You made <laughs> <ain't laughs> his well, Where's your camera? Where is your camera? Why can't we hear you, Greg?
4: Okay, hang on. Oh, oh for the love okay, of I, God. Okay, I apologize. There was a technological snafu. <laughs> oh, well, let's, have so, for, let's
5: start again. Hold on a second. Bristol, turn that off real quick. Jesus Christ, Cody. Let's start again. Let's. <laughs> Oh, just shut up for a second. Just Cody. shut up, okay? You took forever to get started there. Let's do it again. So you didn't think he could do it any worse than last week when he produced his single worst uh back in my day ever. Here's Greg Cody to redeem himself today. Let's give the people the 1940s music back when they used to listen to the transistor radio around a diner in a different America than the one we live in today. And
4: now it is time to take a trip down memory lane. Here's your guide, Greg Cody, with Back in My Day.
7: Simpler times. It occurs that these stay-at-home days of self-isolating and desocialization are a perfect time to reflect on that simple pleasures technology has shunted to extinction. Uh, I meant to say, on the things... All right, get out of here, Bristol!
4: Stop, Bristol! Bristol, stop, Bristol!
5: Just stop the music. All right, Cody, get out of here. We don't want you right now. Uh, Hey, Finney's making an appearance. Great, his usual noon appearance. Cody, just back away from the microphone. Go to the bathroom, (laughs) scrub your face, clean yourself. You dirtied the whole show. We'd be burying you in show killers right now. Just shut up. Just shut up and get out of here. That
0: is the worst segment we've done under Good these conditions. God, Greg. And
5: then you get mad at me because I don't go to you enough. Then you get mad at me last week because I bury you. What a disaster. Advance Auto Parts, people, if you need anything for your home but want to follow your local shelter and place guidelines, you can order what you need from Advance Auto Parts online. Oh, shut up, Finney. Tell him Stu Guy. Hey,
4: don't lash out at Finney, man. Don't do that. Don't lash out at Finney. He was only filling time because Greg stopped talking and he felt like he had to. That uh, has nothing to do with Finny. As I filibuster to try to find advance auto bars. <laughs> Reed, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm looking for it, Roy. I'm gonna have it in one Are second. You serious? I, yeah, yeah. Uh, Listen, Mike, hashtag COVID-19, we're all in this together. I don't know what you want to tell you.
1: Greg Cody taking the L today. That right there. I don't blame Dan Lebitard for snapping on him a little bit. Maybe he'll make it up to him tomorrow. We'll find out. Up next, I'm going to make everything good with a little Hawk and Crowder. You sprinkle them on anything, and it's good. They're talking about pee in the bed and a whole lot more. This is The Best of the Joe Show. The Best of the Joe Show. Running back some of the best audio you've heard on this radio station over the past 24 hours. I am not going to call myself the best because that would be blatant false advertising. I will just let you know. I am Dan Day. You can follow me on Twitter, at dan day radio, and I'll have a wacky quarantine story from my life in just a few minutes. But first... Got to hear this. The Hawk and Crowder show in rare form earlier today talking about peeing the bed, balling at the draft is equal to balling at a strip club, and then some very (laughs) sad headlines.
7: A lot of the Texters loved Ross Tucker in the two o'clock hour. He's amazing. Somebody says, Ross Tucker, one of your best interviews ever. He was great. Hey, the one what, says,
8: the radio row one was special, too. He's, he's just good, man.
7: Yeah, he's very good. Uh, somebody uh, says he sounds like he's related to Gronk. He is. Like, he's a big meathead, right? I mean, he's a brilliant guy. Went to Princeton. Uh, has created unbelievable business success outside of football. But he's very uh, football meathead-ish.
8: Oh, yeah. I, I love the guys that can play both sides of it. Where he's intelligent, yeah. he's a businessman. Like you said, he had a job on Wall Street. He can do that. he's He'll also talk to you about peeing in the bed and telling the the girls that they should have hollered at him because they didn't know he was going to make it to the league. I love that diversity in Rawls.
7: Which, uh, by the way, when he was on with us from Super Bowl Radio Row, he did agree with Crowder that peeing in the bed is a normal rite of passage for any uh, any collegiate uh, athlete, I guess. It certainly wasn't a rite of passage for me.
8: Not really athlete, just collegiate partier, I would say. You don't have to be an athlete to pee the bed. There's no rules of athletic pee bed. It's just pee bed. (laughs) 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 It's... I started the show at two today,
7: saying I'm, yeah, I'm getting a little bit nervous about the the Dolphins actually drafting Tua Tangavaloa. I'm, uh, I'm I'm starting to think that all the news I'm hearing about them having a, a a real big interest in Justin Herbert might be true. There was a story yesterday from Adam Beasley in the Miami Herald about the notion that the Dolphins could still trade for Joe Burrow. He says, uh, "Ready for a cold blast of water with your breakfast? Time to really pull back hard on any Joe Burrow." of Miami hype we have been trying to warn you for a while now all signs point to the Bengals keeping their top pick and selecting Burrow a week from Thursday their coach Zach Taylor spoke last week about the advantages of selecting first in every round with the draft running remotely this year plus he wanted nothing to do with a question about trade interest but even if the Bengals were willing would the Dolphins want to part with the bushel of picks needed to go from five to one And Adam Beasley writes, we wrote recently about not just the picks, but the actual players it would probably cost the Dolphins to go up to number one and then he says now there's this from NBC Sports Peter King from Peter King I do hear that Chris Greer and Brian Flores are very much against trading the farm to move up to get Burrow, which some in the organization want to do I doubt Stephen Ross will pull the owner card and force a mega offer to try and move up to number one but we'll see since Greer and Flores haven't spoken to reporters at least publicly since the NFL scouting combine it's hard to say definitively that King has heard the full story but this report does jibe with everything we have heard we wrote in February that there was uh, increasing evidence that Greer and Flores are more inclined to keep their top picks considering their many needs and the drafts top and depth and that could go uh, for both the first and third picks a swap with the Lions at three would be far less cost prohibitive then one with the Bengals at one, Adam Beasley says, we're still skeptical such a trade will materialize. So that's the latest word from Adam Beasley in the Miami Herald. And uh, we'll, we'll remain to see what happens a week from Thursday, but uh, I still have this little glimmer of hope that on that draft day or draft night itself, there is some deal making. And like I, I, you know, pictured it yesterday when I said Roger Goodell from his basement yeah. saying there's been a trade, you know right before the Bengals are selecting and he says the miami dolphins have traded blah 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 for number one and they come out of there with the number one overall they've got the draft stock to do it And they come out of there with the number one overall pick and joe burrow it's
0: a i thought Dollar. you were agreeing Dollar. with me for a second
7: there but it's just uh 305 in time for pitbull
0: Yeah, I I wasn't listening to anything you said, honestly. Just uh, (laughs)
8: waiting waiting for for you to stop. (laughs) Totally (laughs) understand. (laughs) Waiting for the pit bull opportunity. Totally understand. You 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 pose the question every now and again of would would I be upset if they were to go Herbert over Tua? Would I be upset if they traded three first rounders to go up? I think as you were reading and talking about you know uh, all the different options they have and different teams moving around and like you said you think there's going to be some movement on that. Was that be a Thursday night? I yep. think that will upset me if there is a if if people are moving. Cincinnati goes one and then the San Diego trades up to three and then you know um, Chase Young goes to watching. Now San Diego has three and now teams are moving around and the Dolphins who we've established as Big Bank with 14 draft picks, they have all the draft equity in the world if they just sit there. If the whole league is working, the whole league is working and grinding and moving and making things happen, that will upset me if the Dolphins just sit status quo and the other GMs are going to make something happen. I don't see it in Greer, but you ask what will upset me, that will upset me. Right, I kind of dig that line of thinking
7: which is, you know, you've accumulated all this draft equity like you say. Like, you should be wheeling and dealing like you if you feel like stepping to the front of the line you can now yes. Do you choose to use all your equity in getting there? That's up to you. But if you feel like big man in your way up to the front of the line, you can do it. And that's a
8: pretty good position to be in. When you at the shake spot, Hawk, and, the, and the, the baddest one is on stage and it's the guy and the bad, bad one. You know what I'm bad, talking about, the bad, one. bad one. She's over there and it's the guy that's giving her the singles at a time, the $1 bill every five minutes. I you got know what you got to do? No, Hawk, you're no, <laughs> we, we, not giving out twos. You got. <laughs> you gotta get you a stack of about forty. Throw it up in the air in her direction, and you sit back down. Now that right. forty dollars took a second to get. It's gonna take her eighteen minutes to get nine dollars from the single guy. You're big bank. Now you right. had it that way. I want the dolphins to sit on the side of the stage and throw up money during the draft. I want them to show off what we've. Why we traded Larry Tunzel, Why we traded Minka Fitzpatrick? Why you know saying why we gave Rosen and Fitzpatrick the the keys to this car because we didn't want to win many games. Don't be modest in your approach. Yes, it will upset me if they're modest with 14 picks, three first rounders. We'll just sit and see what falls to us. You can't be just sit you can't just sit back and see what happens when you've put your entire what, 2 year, what year and a half, 2 year stretch into building this team in this draft. You have to be big bank, act like big bank, throw the fifties up, throw the hundreds up. Don't throw the twos, Hawk. That ain't enough. Don't throw the twos, but act like the big man when you are the big man.
7: Make it rain. All right, let's get headlines here from Alejandro Solana because we've got a big, big guest in the next segment.
0: All right, guys, we'll start here. Some unfortunate news for sports uh, in the United States because the CBA, the Chinese Basketball Association, they have pushed their restart back until at least july Uh, i believe this is the third time are you yeah. saying it
7: like it's like so emotional for you?
0: Well, it's not emotional. The last time we spoke about this, uh, you actually said, these were your words that this would be a barometer to how the right. American sports leagues No, no, no. I and, understand and, I understand
7: it's is, disappointing. I understand why it's disappointing. I'm just saying you you've started both your updates in today's show with we've got some unfortunate news. I mean, it, it, it sounds is. like you're reporting a death.
0: I'm not I'm not reporting a death. I I will Well, maybe, I know that. That's I,
7: why I'm pressing you on it.
0: Um You used the CBA as a barometer to American sports leagues. Again, we covered that. Right. And this is now the third setback for the CBA, which in turn means that the the sports leagues in the United States and obviously – but we'll right. Find I, out, no, cause... I got you. You're explaining the story to me. I understand
7: the story. I'm saying it's not worth the amount of sad emotion that you're putting into it when delivering said story. That's all I'm saying. All right. I'll try it again. The
0: CBA has pushed the restart back into at least. You just July. go. You
7: go. You go. You go. Look. If you're announcing in the headlines a death, you go. We have some unfortunate news in the sports world, and we did yesterday, right? So that's how you say. It. If you're announcing that the Chinese Basketball Association has pushed back their start date, well, I'm gonna start out with a bummer here. Chinese Basketball Association has pushed back their start date. I'm just saying it's just a little bit different in the way that you
0: that, that, that you that you approach it. All right, I'll work on my delivery. All right, work on your delivery. Some unfortunate <laughs> news here. Let's tour to France. <laughs> Has been postponed. No new dates set yet for, uh, for the, uh, the very popular French cycling race. Okay. <laughs> the NHL has extended its self-quarantine recommendation for players and staff. Till April right, 30th. he was trying to
7: get like he mentioned the Tour de France, and then he, just in case you didn't know what it was, he gave you, you know, like the uh, the context, the very famous French cycling <laughs> you race. You over
8: explaining things today. <laughs> what? Tour de France, what's that? The Tour de what? Huh? What's that again?
7: For those of you that aren't as cultured as I am, I am core. I of course am talking about the famous French cycling
0: race. Wrong with you. <laughs> Sportsbook Foxbet.com has the dolphins favored in just two games for the upcoming season. And some
7: horrific news, Foxbet.com <laughs> has the Dolphins only favored in two games.
0: <laughs> I mean MLS Commissioner Don Garber said Oh the- no. Uh-oh.
7: <laughs> it's one bad news after another. <laughs>
0: Is exploring tournament
5: four. Oh, god. I
7: can't even. I can't even. I don't even want to tell you this when Don Garber speaks.
0: And neutral sight games for a potential return to play. The four o'clock update is just you weeping.
5: (laughs) Garber. Garber.
0: Finally, guys. Hold on, let me uh, settle. Dun 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 dun. Dun (laughs) dun dun dun. dun. If you inhale (laughs) a pee, it's (laughs) possible.
8: What are you talking about? <laughs> I am sweating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this kid. It's possible for it to sprout and grow while in your lungs. Solana. <laughs>
8: Solana. <laughs> Never make it to your lungs. Oh. I uh, I've
7: been to funerals that have had less emotion than now you delivered those
1: headlines. Solana, Debbie Downer, right there. Goodness gracious. Hawk and Crowder weekdays from three to six, right here on 560 The Joe. Trust me, as you just heard, it is worth the listen, especially with you having a little more downtime due to coronavirus. And that now leads us to my coronavirus story. Like most people. I'm boozing a little more nowadays because of all the downtime. So I have to go to the local liquor store, go in there, buy my stuff, load up, do all that. Well, on the weekends, they got the A-team working. Cashiers, they're fantastic. Weekdays, eh, there was a new cashier. Never seen her before. Door was locked. And I'm like, well, they got to be open. So I kind of pull on the doorknob. She opens the door and goes, what do you want? I was like. Why am I at a liquor store? I want to get some beer, maybe some whiskey. You know, she goes, hurry up. So right now, I'm already like, no, 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 no. So she's like, oh, wait, you're wearing a mask. I go, yeah, new law. You got to wear a mask. She goes, I can't allow someone with a mask on in a liquor store. I said, you're wearing a mask. She's like, no, no, that's against the law. I said, no, the law, it, nonetheless, I said, you know what? I'll get booze from somewhere else. You look like you don't want to deal with me right now. So. Darned if you do, darned if you don't. I feel strange wearing a mask covering my face into a liquor store. I feel like I'm about to get shot. But, hey, she didn't want me in there, so take my money, get my booze somewhere else. Hopefully you got booze for the ears with the Best of the Joe Show. Going to be back tomorrow night, 6 o'clock, right here on 560 The Joe. Of course, you can download the podcast for this show or any of the shows on our radio station by going to our trusty website, wqam.com, download the radio.com app, are wherever you get your podcasts for absolutely free. Remember, tomorrow night, let's make it a date, quarantine, and chill together on the Best of the Joe show. Later, Slug.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only
5: $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch.